Today's episode is brought to you by DNA Sports Training. If you or someone you know wants to take their game to the next level, well, hit up DNA Sports Training. Visit dnasportsdenver.com right now to sign up for a training session. We offer sessions in everything from football to track and field and everything else in between. Whether you're an offensive or defensive lineman that wants to get off the ball quicker or you're an athlete that wants to improve their overall speed and agility, we have something for you over at DNA. Visit dnasportsdenver.com right now and sign up. Huh. Yeah. We're back. Yeah. Yeah. Just gonna go for the free. Go, go for the free. Yeah. Ah, I fucking blame. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're up, fooling y'all. That was <laughs> jokes. <laughs> What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? We're back again for another great episode what of the up? DNA Sports Podcast. It's uh, me, Coach Dom. I'm here with my brother. What's up, man? Coach out here in the seat, in the passenger seat or the driver's seat, depending on what side of the world we're on, right? Yes, right. We're either to the left or to the right. Right now, I'm to the left, like Beyonce said. Yep. Yeah. Either either way, we're in good hands, and either way, we're also in a scary situation. So it doesn't matter either way you want to go. I mean... Good hands, scary situation. I think they go hand in hand, don't they? They do. Sometimes the uh, sometimes the place to be isn't always the most comfortable place, man. I think That's we learn right. we learn a lot about that coaching and, and teaching, you know, football and getting to understand that. And I think um, you know this season's a great learning lesson for a lot of kids. I, shout out to our team yesterday. You know, hard fought battle, six nothing loss. Yeah. With the uh, with a chance to punch it in right there, I couldn't sleep last night, dude. I was I was sleepless in in, in the bedroom last night, bro. Hey, it's man, hard. It's a game of inches, you know, and and literally, literally, it is. came down to that yesterday. And shout out to the Park Hill Pirates, man. They played a phenomenal game and and they got the win. You know what I mean? But uh, it's just time for us to go back to the drawing board, fix what we need to fix, and and we'll be where we need to be. Hey, no, shout no out about to, it. Shout out to the Pirates, man. They were a very very formidable, uh, you know, opponent and. Um, very respectful coaching staff, man. Their, co- sure. their coaches was good, good dudes. Uh, shout out to the team, one you know, taking pictures together afterwards. And I like the fact that the it was one, two, three football. Yeah, you know, and that's sure. what's what's awesome is, you know, football brings people together. You know, from all cultures, all creeds, all backgrounds, all neighborhoods, all sides of the city, all sides of the state. Man, it was great because DJ got to play against his cousins, you know what I mean? Like, that they never even met each other. And it was good to see my family, you know what I mean? Shout out to my Uncle Ray, my Angie, my cousin Tyrone, uh, Tierra, Tiana, and the boys, man. They was out there balling, doing their thing too. So, you know, the talent runs through this bloodline, baby. Man, it was, uh, dude, it was wild, bro. Um, I think... You know, again, it, losses aren't losses, man. They're mm-hmm. lessons, and I think there was plenty of lessons to take. I, I, sure. You know, sometimes, man, like losing like that, you know, it, it, you never want to lose, mm. right? But sometimes when you lose like that, it kind of sets a tone to your guys to let them understand the importance of every rep, yeah. the importance of, of finishing strong in practice, uh, the importance for standing by each other and, and, and getting each other's backs. We said it this week in practice. You you did uh, – I thought you, I thought what you did after we ran that snake was incredible. Um, it was very important to these to these young these young boys and understanding um, 
what it is to be teammates and mm-hmm. what it is to have each other's back. And, and when you stop them, you know, hey, go finish, go finish strong with your big guys, right, on the snake. And then we get done with the snake and you're like, hey, look to you. It was like we're at church. Mm-hmm. Look to your left, look to your right, shake your, your neighbor's hand. But instead you were like, hey, look to your left, tell them I got your back. Look to your right, tell them I got your back. Uh, go talk, go Even yesterday, man, like encouraging them to go stand next to um, one of the other team uh, players opposed to their own teammates mm-hmm. when taking the picture, right, and just, you know, teaching these young folks, man, like at an early age that – you know they got to be there. They got to yeah. be there. They got to be accountable for their teammates, man, and got to be accountable for each other. And I, you know, I, I I hate the fact that we lost yesterday, but at the same time, I think it was a great stepping stone, a great building stone on on what we want to do this year because it, it it gets these kids maybe the mindset and their attention grab of like, hey, look, don't think it's just going to be easy. Don't mm-hmm. think it's just going to be something somebody gives to you. You got to go earn every single yard, every single foot, every single inch that we get. And uh, we just didn't, end the, didn't earn those last two inches yesterday. Yeah, no, nah, man. And, and you know what? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but uh, it was also great to see the guys – who normally don't get as much reps step up into a position that they were uncomfortable playing on defense. You know, I had to, yep. you know, one of our alphas was out yesterday, not feeling good. Yep. Um, and so there was other kids who had to step up into that position and play linebacker and they've never played linebacker before. You know what I mean? So maybe this will also help us in practice when they're usually the ones, you know, who are maybe not be paying much attention. Now they're going to be focused more because now they know, that at any given moment they could be thrown into the game and they need to know what they're doing. You know what I mean? So And, and let's keep it real. It, it keeps us on our toes too. It does. It, it lets us know where we've got to get better. <clears throat> That's right. In terms of, of coaching. Um, if we if we have to grab people's attention a little bit more or do things to get attention a little bit more from them. Um, we, we're sitting here talking about, you know, players and positions and, you know, different approaches to it. Um, I think I think it just it just it just forces us to be better mm-hmm. at what we're trying to do. And you know, if you're not growing, you're not learning. You're not growing, you're dying. So, That's right. um, you know, I'm all with it, man. Like I, you know what, like it was it was like I said, it's a great learning experience. Was, I learned a lot yesterday again. Um, learned a lot about our boys too, man. Like you know, we well, I'll, I'll talk about these kids all fucking day. But yeah. I learned so much about them yesterday. Just their willingness to continue, even though like. You know, like you said, man, some of these guys were going two ways the whole game. Yep. You know, kids like Lorenzo going three, you know, special teams yep. to, to offense, to defense, without without a break, without asking for one, without, uh, you know, there's a couple kids I don't think ever came out the game yesterday. And uh, let's, let's keep it real with, with the adjustment we had to make with the corners, like, playing press the whole time. Yep. He didn't have an easy day at the office either. No. He was out there banging all day long, bro. So, yeah, you're right. Lorenzo's another one who was just his effort and, and what he put in yesterday, you know, probably goes a little bit unnoticed because it wasn't the highlights and everything else. And yeah. didn't get the dub. But those are the kinds of things that we want to build in practice because those are the things we can build on later on in the season when we're in those tough games in the playoffs and we need to pull one through. Yeah. Well, that's what I hope we get to lean back on this one on four is, you know, hey – um, you know, in late October, we're making mm-hmm. a little push, and we have to think back to that time we we got down to the goal line, and you know the defense got us the ball back at the one yard line. Shout out to the defense yesterday, coach. I don't think I told you, but you guys fucking killed it. You guys were were relentless, and um, the touchdown they got, you know, uh, they earned it, but 
it was a bit fluky too, yeah. in my opinion, and that's no knock on them. Uh, that's more a knock on on our guys just kind of being out of position and mm-hmm. and missing on on what would be you know routine plays that they normally make, and it happens. That's football. But, uh, you know, you guys did a phenomenal job of not letting anything be easy for them. I think they had less yards. I think they had more yards going backwards than they did going forward, and they might have yeah. evened it up with that, that that big play that got them the touchdown. Um, but you guys did a great job. When we, uh, when we turned it over, we freaking turned it over right there in the red zone um, with that two minutes left. Yeah. Um, I knew it wasn't my last shot. Yeah, like I knew, I knew we had our full full benefit of timeouts, and I knew that wasn't going to be our last shot, and it wasn't, and we almost got it there. But like I said, we learned, um, but we wouldn't have been in that position without you guys. So shout out to D. Yeah, for sure. And and you know, one thing you had mentioned was a couple of them out of position and things like that. And you know, I was having the same conversation with the parent last night about she felt you know that her son was in tail was in in the, in the wrong position at times and. You know, a lot of that sometimes is is dictated by the play call. And a lot of the times when it looks as he was out of position and he was having to retreat back to the tackle, he was actually in perfect position because I was sending him on blitzes because I knew I had to take away the outside from a faster team. You know what I mean? So I knew I had to get him in that D gap as quick as I could. And. And he was doing a great job at that, bro. They didn't get outside of us at all. We took away the edges from them with our two outside backers and our DNs. And, Which and was fought. key because that's a fast team, man. They got a lot of speed on that team. Yeah, and we forced them inside. And on the one play, he retreated back. He went in for a tackle, and he just wasn't there in time because he had to gain so much ground. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, absolutely. But, you know, again, sometimes as a defensive coach, you know when you call a blitz that there's a possibility you can get beat. And you can't blame it on the players for not executing the blitz. You called the blitz, and that's the risk you take when you call a blitz. So, yep. you know what I mean? Like, a lot of those plays were, were to the parents, if you're listening, where you felt like maybe your kid was out of position, just know a lot of that was us really dictating our game plan with our play calls. So, you know, he was uh, – Played the defense played a phenomenal game, and I, I you know I can't take too much credit for the way they went out there and they've adapted to to my scheme and and my play calls and the philosophy of the defense. You know what I mean? Like they've just been sponges, and that's all you can ask as a coach is your players to be a sponge and soak it all in. And they definitely picked it up like that. So shout out to our boys. You know, and and, and it's it's definitely a growing process, and I've definitely seen growth from um, our first scrimmage jamboree to our scrimmage against the older team to now and there's been growths it's it for me offensively it hasn't been quite as quick as the growth as i'd like to see um but i'd be more discouraged if i if i wasn't seeing um some glimmers of growth and some glimmers of hope and um you know seeing a couple of these guys man we're there and it's just now it's about i think we talked about earlier off air it's just about executing now it's about just refining some things and you know, maybe putting players in position to um, be that be that that dog that we need them to be. Yeah, the best. Uh, you know, put them in the best place to, to utilize their skill set. That's right. And you know, like you said earlier, we have to be better at being coaches because you know you never know what's going to happen, right? And this ain't an excuse. This is just saying this is why we got to be better. We lost three starters this last week: one to sickness and two to quitting. You know what I mean? So with that being said, we got to get those other guys prepared in case that happens because you never know what's going to happen in the course of a season. So the fact that those three players could have been the difference in the game – 
means that we got to be better as coaches to get the other three that stepped into those roles ready to go. Yep. You know what I mean? And and that's just the bottom line. It's not an excuse. It's just a you know, us observing what we have to do as coaches. Well, and we always preach it, man. Like, learn learn everyone's job. Be ready, right? And so that just goes along with it, you know, prepping and getting everybody right and getting everybody ready so that when the time comes, if you're the next man up, you're going to be the next man up with confidence and with ability. So it's just what we're going to have to do. It's what, yay. Duty calls sometimes, man. But, hey, let's let's uh, – Fun weekend of football, right? Football <laughs> is popping off. It's you back. Know what I mean, it's – you just smell it in the air like we've been co- it's been coming bro and now it is here it's official speaking of smelling in the air bro when i got to the field yesterday man that sweet smell of fresh clipped grass yeah i know we played on turf i had me think we were playing on grass though hey yeah, we get there and they're cut- nice. yeah it was but you get this the, the the fresh smell of fresh cut grass dude that's football right there mm. that's football right there you know it's exciting to see we got college back we've got Pros coming back, yep. for the, you know, for the most part, last preseason games this weekend, and then we've got call, uh, high school coming back, man, yeah. and uh, just freestyling a little bit. But let's let's hop on the high school train real quick, man, because there was some there was some really fun games this weekend. You know, we had some some uh, some some family and some friends that was coaching this weekend and playing this weekend. So definitely shout out to them. Shout out Bear Creek, Tiff, and my little cousin AJ. Um, you know, shout out to North and Frankie and Dardano, uh, Coach Dardano and Coach Escobedo and Dave and all them cats over there, man, for their their victory over uh, Pueblo Centennial. I mean, really, for all them boys, right? Because for me, man, this is this is a uh, uh, you know, these are all of the future guys. Yeah, it's their senior year, bro. So you know, bringing them in and and watching them grow and now watching them all play their senior year together is is pretty amazing. And to see how they came out. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, and, and did what they were supposed to do, really. Let's keep yeah. it real. Um, but they had to face the elements. There was a lightning delay, you know. They're on the road, lightning They're, delay. Like, yeah, yeah for so, sure. You know, all those things come into play when, when you're out there, you know, trying to make some things happen. But, you know, they got the dub. And honestly, bro, honestly. Even if you are favored, like they should have been favored uh, against uh, Centennial. That's no knock on them. That's just what it is right now, right? Um, even if you are favored, it's Pueblo is no joke mm-hmm. in terms of a football city, football town. Like they love their football down there. Pueblo East is a perennial powerhouse. Pueblo South is a perennial powerhouse. You know they've got some. They know football down there, right? Going down to that stadium is no easy task, and you know then having to mix in the lightning delay, which was I think like an hour, hour and a half lightning delay, um, and then you know go play the game. They held their own. Shout out to that forty-one to nothing, you know, shutout victory. Um, I know Frankie had like what, like like five total touchdowns, and he yeah, threw man, for he four threw, and one rush for one. Yeah, man, he was all over the place. They pulled him early. He had a great game. Um, shout out to him doing his thing, and and you know, I I anticipate there being more of that from all of them, but specifically from Frankie going forward. You know, Yo, I you know, know he's some, hungry, bro, and put some folks on notice. That's for God dang sure. Yeah, and he he has a point to prove, bro. Yeah. And, and you know, sometimes when you know, the God doesn't bless you with, with, with certain attributes that would make you obviously yep. stand out in coach's eyes. You got to put in that work and you got to be that workhorse and, and show that you got the talent to do everything and anything anybody else can do. And, uh, you know, that kid's got so much goddamn heart, bro, that it's crazy. If he doesn't get a look, bro, 
I can easily see him walking on somewhere and fucking making the team. Like, no like problem. Rudy? Yeah, like not better than Rudy because he's yeah. a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> but, not nah, just because, yeah, that, that kid has so much heart, bro, and, and, and you're not going to tell him he can't do something, man. Like, he's just different. He's built different. He's him, right? Yeah. Like, he's, he's a different kind of dude. And, um, you know, they, they say, you, you you know, what is it, not the size of the dog, but the size of fighting the dog or some shit, That's the size right. of heart in that dog, right? Yeah. And you know what, man, like – I just wish that we were more open-minded about the situation, you know, and I get it from a coaching aspect. I get it. But that kid, man, like he makes plays that you don't see a lot of other kids his age make. And, um, you know, he kids with, with, with bigger size can't make, you know? Mm -hmm. And so shout out to him. Yo, shout out Northfield, Northfield with a 53 old victory over Aurora central. Shout out to TJ with a 19 six victory over Pomona. That was a definitely a, you know, I don't know if it was surprising, but it was, it was a good, a good showing. Um, you know, a lot of great games this weekend though, man, freaking, uh, I don't know if you saw yesterday, but Valor took a loss to Regis. Uh, yeah, Sean, Sean was posting that one up. Yeah, man. Shout out to them. Shout out to Coach Sean and and doing what he's over there doing. And, and shout out to Anthony Medina, you know what yeah. I mean, doing doing what he's supposed to, man. That team, watch out for them, bro, because I'm telling you, they have been building. They got a lot of talent. And, you know, they're, they're, they're ready to make a statement this year. So, you know, it was a tough game, close game, 21-24. Yeah. You know what I mean? But – it's all about how you finish it, and they figured out a way to finish that game and pull out the dub. Hey, and you don't be surprised mean, so. if you see that like in the playoffs, see that matchup oh, again yeah. in the playoffs. For sure. um, Creek beat Creek topped uh, Rock, uh, excuse me, Ralston Valley. Yeah. Um, on on uh, give Creek their first victory, and you know they're they're going to be tough to beat, man. That that school um, just every year, dude. They got, they got that program put together, and they're going on what five straight now. They're going for so mm-hmm. um, that's going to be a tough one to uh, to crack right there. The one that surprised me was was Erie um, losing this weekend. Um, that one that one kind of that one kind of you know against Vanguard. It just was a little surprising. You know, knowing with, with with Blake Barnett up there, um, and what they what they got building, you know, it's it a little surprising, but we'll see. It's it's early in the season. Yeah, it, it's real early, um, but it definitely a shocker. You know, definitely one that they weren't counting at the beginning of the year to be. Yeah. In, in, in the out column for them, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, I wouldn't think so. So now they have a lot of work to to go back and and fix some things, and and you know. They'll get it right because they got a talented staff there, and their quarterback there is also, you know, yeah. he's also him, bro. He's been here <laughs> since he was a young kid, and and you know, I I have all faith that they're gonna turn it around. But you know, it's tough to take a loss that you're supposed to win. Shout one. Out, shout out Chatfield with a twenty four uh, seven twenty four victory over Cherokee Trail. Yeah. Loveland outlasting Fossil Ridge by two points, twenty eight twenty six. Uh, you got Sierra knocking off Littleton twenty six eighteen, um, and. I know, I do going through these scores, man. There's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of surprises. I think that Creek 35 9 over Ralston was a little bit of a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out, to, I, I mean, not a surprise in terms that they won, but in terms of how, how much they won by Ralston's returning a really good team this year, uh, with a really good quarterback and, and a young Madden there. Um, shout out to Westminster, 
yeah. Hannah and them, Hannah, Eli, all them boys with the 50 to 48 victory over far north, uh, northwest. Yeah, got to figure out that, got to figure out that defense there, right? To keep, uh, keep some of them scores off the board. But you know what I mean? To put up 50 points in a game and, and come away with the win, regardless. You know, shout out to you, Hannah, for getting it done, bro. But I know if, if you know Coach Hannah, like we know Coach Hannah, <laughs> there's a lot that he's going to want to fix because he's not, he's not by any means truly pleased or satisfied with that win you know that's one of those ones where you're like yes we got the win thank god but we gotta fix some things you know what i mean so and i know he's he's been busy trying to get it done so shout out to them and and you know let's see what they can do going forward but you know it looks like he's finally getting that offense to to click click how he he sees it you know what i mean and it's starting to run his offense a little better so if I know one thing about his offense, his offense will put up some points. It will. You know, for we sure. damn near averaged forty our last year at North. You know, and yeah, um, yeah, our offense can score. Um, shout out to Windsor Mead, man. That was a great game. Ten seven Windsor on the on the winning end, dude. Windsor's gonna be good in four A. Mead's gonna is always good in three A. So that's that's an interesting little three A four A matchup that that almost went the other way, but um, you know, luckily for Windsor, they kept, they kept it together, man. Yeah. Hey, and then there was also some, you know, some really good high school football just in the top 25 games. And there's some really good games coming up as well. So, you know, be be interesting to see how like the cookie crumbles and, and everybody plays it out. I think Valor or uh, is it Valor or Pomona, but somebody's getting it might be Pomona getting ready to go out of state and play somebody as well. So I'll have I, to look into that game. I know. uh no, a handful of them. I think. Um, oh shit! Who played the teens? Uh, now, now, now you got me blanking. But there was a um, high ranked team that played a team from uh, Utah on Thursday. Um, I can't remember the, who it was though. Uh, it's slipping my mind. But I like seeing that, bro. Like you get this time of year, you you get you get teams that want to travel. I mean, Lutheran just beat the Lutheran team from Kansas City mm-hmm. um, pretty handedly at that too. Uh, so you start seeing, you know, start seeing them teams kind of traveling. Yeah, one that Palmer, we forgot was yeah. the Palmer Ridge Montrose one, 28-27. You talk about slobber knocker, just getting it in, bro. That's that's a tough matchup right there. Yeah. Hey, G-Dub, too, man, convincingly walked all over them, right? Yeah. Ho- Holy Family took out Frederick 28-8. to Wow, that's a big so, time one. It's a little right surprising one right there, right? I mean, not that – Holy Family is always decent. You know, Frederick's always pretty decent, too, but – you know, you don't expect to see it like that sometimes. You, you expect it to be a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. Skyview, you know, with 13 the O victory over Thornton. Legend, you, you pointed this one out. Legend beating Vista Ridge 42 to 7. Yeah, that's. That one's. Uh, Legends, hey, Legends tight, though, man. Yeah, but Vista Ridge also has a lot of talent, bro. They like, do. They got a good coaching staff, too. Like, I, that's actually surprising to me. You know who I didn't see on here and I didn't actually check out their game? Uh, I'm pretty sure they got the dub, but what was the result of the Grandview? Well, it was just over there. We just passed it. It was. Uh, yeah, they played Thursday. They beat Overland. I believe it was. Too, right? Yeah, 48 6. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, I mean, it's exciting, dude, this time of year, especially with high school. Everyone's got a chance. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter what your ranking was. To finish the season, you know, everyone's got a chance, bro. And, and that's all you ever want. And, in, in, you know, is to have a chance um, going into the season, all your confidence and all that coming up. You know, we're, you're talking about the out-of-state games. You do got Columbine playing a Florida team in freedom. Mm-hmm. So that, that'll be that'll be one. Um, George Washington taking on Falcons. He does should get that victory, in my opinion. Um, River, uh, Riverdale Ridge and Adams City, Arvada and Littleton. Bro, uh, you know what game I'm excited for as well? Because they got a – they have a uh, – 
a great, great quarterback battle going on um, over at this school. This kid came from playing for the junior buffs, um, Trent Seaborn. He's over playing at, at uh, Thompson in Alabama. And Led him to the state title as an eighth grader last year. Yeah, man. And they're taking on IMG Academy, bro. Oh. 2-0, and 1-0. And this game is going to be a banger. It's going down Thursday the 31st at 7 p.m. Um, again, man, the, the – He's a great quarterback, and he's in a great quarterback competition right now. That coach has a has a competition on his hands that I feel Trent's going to take over and, and, and still be that guy. But, man, what a great problem to have that, that coach has right now. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Um, also coming up this week here locally, Legacy and Cherry Creek. That should be a that should be a banger. Um, they always get together and put you know put on a good show. But I still think man, Creek's gonna be tough to a tough nut to crack. Yeah. Whether or not they go undefeated is one thing because you always get clipped. You know, um, Westminster Rangeview that should be a good one. Hopefully that game will see all the way through to the end. Uh, if you know, you know on on, on this week with Rangeview mm-hmm. and Vista yeah. Peak. Um, Palisade and Grand Junction Central, bro. When I lived out there, dude, that fucking those matchups were always fun. The Valley matchups between like Grand Junction, Grand Junction Central, Palisade and Fruita Monument, or Palisade and any, either the GJ teams, Palisade mm-hmm. and Montrose, um, they get to, they get it popping over there at Stoker Field, dude. And that that stadium gets to be like the college atmosphere. I did uh, I did a PA announcing for Colorado Mesa out there, and they fill up that stadium while these high school games would rival some of them college games in terms of the atmosphere, bro, because it gets so wild out there. Small town living, small town, you know, you, dude, that's what I try to tell these kids. Small town living in football, bro, is a whole different thing. Yeah. Hey, a couple bangers, though, Dom, that I wanted to point out, and I got them on your screen right now. Ooh. Broomfield and Holy Family. Ooh. Mead and Lutheran. Man, that's going to be a banger right there. That Mead and Lutheran, two of the same style type teams. Um, I, I'm going to go with Lutheran in that one just based off of this last week's performance from both teams. Yeah. Um, you know, Mead losing a tough one to Windsor, but, but you know, maybe they'll come back and bounce back. But to go from losing to Windsor to have to go see Lutheran is going to be a tough, tough task. And then you got the battle of Broomfield with Holy Family and yeah. Broomfield. You know, them schools are – you know, 10 minutes apart from each other. Uh, a lot of the kids that should go to Broomfield go to Holy Family. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's going to be – it definitely will be another one that, that's going to be, you know, edge of your seat action, and, and, and we'll see what goes on with that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, on, on Friday night, we got Bear Creek is going to be, you know, again out there, Tiff's going to be doing his thing. Got Mullen and Erie. There you go. They're going to have a good one. You got Greeley West and Bear Creek. You know, that should be – you know, another one for Bear Creek to kind of, you know, do what they have to do before you know the thick of the season starts. Got to get it right before the, the before the, I mean? the league starts, man. That's what that's what the what's important about these non-league games, right? Is like trying to get a good jump on it before league starts because some of these leagues are so damn tough, man. That if you don't got a good jump on it, dude, um, you can find yourself under five hundred real quick and be a really good team that's under five hundred. You know what I mean? Um, and it's hard to bounce back from that. So yeah, you know, um, especially to get the playoffs. Yeah, and Roosevelt. Bro, Roosevelt, you know, taking on Kennedy. That's a, like, when Kennedy was getting their schedule put out, bro, and they had Roosevelt on that bad boy, you know, that's a that's a game right there, bro. And if they could hang in that or even, you know, pull something out, the rabbit out the hat, that would make a statement. But <laughs> well, I don't see it happening. But, you know, that's a that's a tough, tough task on that schedule for Kennedy. You know, Kennedy's coming off, off um, a tough loss this week, man. Mm-hmm. They got, they kind of got to put on them this week. So, you know, Mesa Ridge put up 57 on them. Yeah. And so they got they got a lot to fight back for. 
unfortunately, that Roosevelt team is that yeah. dude. They might run it back this year. Um, that would not surprise me if they ran it back this year. Three A so tough. Like I think, I think you know, from top to bottom, I think three A is one of the tougher. Uh, classifications mm-hmm. um, 5A is tough at the top Like you know you, I think your top Four or five teams There might be three or four teams That got legitimate Legitimate shot At winning the whole thing mm-hmm. Right um, And then there's Cherry Creek Yeah You know um, But like 4A 4A's got a good You know A good level of, of Top to bottom talent But I, I, I still stand by that 3A dude 3A's got some of the best You know, you know The best Top to bottom Teams um, that you are, you thinking about Green Mountain, Mead, Frederick, Frederick, Roosevelt, you know, and yeah. that's just those teams. We didn't even yeah. talk about some of the teams in Colorado Springs, you know, or you know, so or even in the city, bro. Yeah. Like, don't get the look with the talent, you know what I mean? That's right. Um, you know, there's a bunch of good games in DPS too. DPS, we're gonna have some head to head matchups, you know, DPS rivalries. What which one? Yeah, West and Manual, and South, South and, and East. East. That's yep. gonna be a good game, bro. That, Absolutely. You know, East looks to to be a really good, formidable opponent this year, and they look and, tough. And South, you know, is always producing good talent. You know, Marini's always figuring out a way to yep. put those teams together. So, you know, that'll be a good game to watch, bro. Nice competition in that game. Well, and you know, East has a lot of like a lot of talent that moved over there this year. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see them make a good run at it this year. Um, they're they're gonna they're gonna make that conference a little a little bit tighter to uh, to deal with, and then you know we got Regis coming coming back off of that victory. They're going to play a team out uh, out in Washington. Yep. You know, um, it, that's always man. That's it's always rough because you're coming off such a big win against a good school like Valor. Like, how do you respond? How do you – now you're going – I don't know if they're going on the road or if the, if the that team's coming here. Ooh, and they're going to travel, bro, and record – They're traveling. Record to record is 23-24, and 23-24. Wow. So this is going to be a good, <laughs> good, good matchup. Bro. I don't want to – uh, they're, they're ranked ninth. They're ranked ninth. That's, not, that's not their record, though. They're ranking? That's not their record. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but look at they're ranked ninth and we're ranked tenth in the yeah. state. So yeah. you know what I mean? Like it should be a great matchup. Be a banger. A banger. And and let's see what Colorado <laughs> can do out of the state, right? Let's go out there and let's represent for the state. Let's go put it on them over in Washington. You That's right. I mean? It's always rainy while well, we're gonna rain down the parade on that. Rain on me. Shh, coach. Come on, dog. Come on, coach. You know about ugly toe Ashanti. I seen this. I seen this picture one time, man. Uh, and I'm not saying that my 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 piggies is is delightful, but I seen a picture one time and flashing some toes of of Shante, and I was like, oof, son, put some socks on, put some socks on, damn dog, shout it, come on, oh dog. So, yo, man, we're fully fully immersed in the high school, but. Let me ask you a question, bro. What's up? Are you geared up for fantasy? Bro, I stay ready so you don't have to get ready. But, you know, I just, I, as of late, like for me, it's just knowing football, right? And then the day of, the plan always changes for me. You know, you, you got a base of what you want to do. But pretty much, bro, like for me, it's a, I'm going to see what everybody else does and then I'm going to do what I do. <laughs> Everyone else does? Dudes does whatever. 
Uh, Shout out to Coach Dom. Yeah. It's a Sunday morning and the words do not work. Bro, that's what happens <laughs> when you stay up till 2 in the morning, upload a film to Huddle, <sighs> and then you wake up at 7 to do the pod. At least she was doing something, bro. Hey, I just bro. woke up. I just was staying up counting sheep and counting missed opportunities, dog. Like, nah, you know, <laughs> it, for, for me, it was like, why do we lose? What do we got to fix? Let's get yeah. to the drawing board. Let's put the film up as soon as possible. So that way these kids can start watching, seeing what they need to correct. As coaches can start watching, seeing what our pros were, our cons were, and then we could fix it. But hey, shout out. Who was it last week? Charlie and who else? They had, they had Mason. Charlie and Mason watching film, had the most film watched out of anybody on the team. You know, I know we're going back to our team, and I don't care. I'll talk about our little guys all the time because they, they, they dogs. That's why they're the wolf pack. Um, but, you know, that's the edge, bro. Yeah, that's the edge. Yeah. You know, you 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 get in that film, dude. That's that's what can set you apart sometimes because that just shows a coach your willingness to learn. Mm-hmm. And you got to watch it to you know to learn, not yeah. to just watch. Not just it. Watch and you got to be critical of yourself. Hey, you can't watch it to be a fan. You got to be critical of yourself. I won't mention any names, but when we were coaching high school ball a couple years ago, and uh, we were monitoring hmm. film time, I had a couple of kids say that. Yeah, man, I just turned it on, let it play while, while we're in class and shit, not even watching it, just letting it, See, just I, letting it play, dog. And, and you know, some but, of those, but, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but with that particular individual, you could tell. Yeah. You could that's tell. That's what I was getting ready to say. Some of those kids who probably said that were probably also, you know, the ones who never could figure out why they would continuously get beat or they were continuously a step behind. You know what I yep. mean? That's where you figure it out at. Yep. Absolutely. So um, hopping back over to Fantasy Dom, we got our draft on the second. Yeah. I just got done doing a draft last Sunday on the, t- uh, was it the 20th? You ever been to um, Tony Tenderloins? Nah. Downtown? Mm-mm. Oh, man. Shout out Tony Tenderloins. It was legit. Hmm. It was pretty good, man. We, uh, we, my cousin did his draft party over there and fucking got down on some tenderloins, dude, and, and some drinks. And uh, I think I, I, I picked me up a, a real stellar team, if I if I must say so myself. Um, for somehow, of course, of course some, you would. somehow, somehow, I was I picked ninth, and somehow I ended up with Jamar Chase. Well, you know what, ninth and and tenth, bro. Like those are good picks, especially if you're snaking it. Um, yeah, you know, I ended up this year with the pick that I got in our league and this is the only league I'm doing bro so like I'm putting really yeah I, I was like you know what I'm doing a lot with football I gotta focus on football and and make sure that you know it's I put these boys first and and, and fantasy comes second so I took one only one league this year I'm put all my eggs in this basket and but I'm winning it so we're gonna dive into fantasy a little bit more Don before we do though um, I gotta make sure I point this out we're going to do this for our middle read instead of what we normally do. Um, we've been blessed as uh, DNA Sports Training. We've been blessed with an opportunity um, to be able to provide some sessions and end up being free sessions for some some kids that, that, that can use them or that, can need, that need them. So if you're a middle school DPS student, this is for you. My Spark is a great program that provides DPS students that qualify for reduced lunch $1,000 towards after school extracurricular activities. The best part of it all is DNA sports training is an improved provider. 
Okay. If you are an offensive or defensive lineman wanting to improve your skills, look into this ASAP, man. You can't beat free sessions. Um, it's after school and summer program that uh, that provides deep, again DPS middle school students. If you register and you're approved, um, if you register as an approved provider, that's for us. Never mind. If you register though, you get it. You get up to thousand dollars scholarship to mm-hmm. be able to pay for this programming. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome, man. And and you know. Shout out to my spark for doing this for all of DPS students, you know, and and hopefully if it goes well, you know, this can branch off to other districts and eventually grow to all the youth in the community. And, you know, not only for DNA sports is this a great opportunity and a, and a great program. Um, there's other extracurricular activities that you can participate as well if you don't play any sports you know and you want to use it towards education you could also do that too so you know this is just a good way to to help provide time used properly instead of idle time for kids and you know where in the middle school ages where you know idle time can turn into bad situations as well so you know it's good that they're doing this i am glad that dna has been blessed with this opportunity so far everything has went well you know um now hopefully we just got to get our viewers and our listeners anybody out there who's a dps middle school student you qualify for free or reduced lunch then make sure that you hit it up quickly and we get you booked with some sessions because right now we want to start booking out our out our uh, our fall during the season so that way we can get properly planned and and you know make sure that we can get anybody serviced who needs to get service so make sure you reach out to us quickly if you don't have this information we'll get you the information over and you can get booked with dna as quick as possible once again once again it's called my spark denver the city of denver mile high united way and gary community ventures are launching my spark denver to provide four thousand dps middle school students who are eligible for free or reduced lunch with one thousand dollars to spend on extracurricular activities visit mysparkdenver.org when you go there make sure you click on dna sports training and get you guys signed up 4,000, man, 4,000 opportunities for that. That's that's really huge. So yeah. um, if you guys haven't, please go and do so. Visit um, our Facebook, our, our, our Instagram, our website. There's more information on there. Um, and reach out to us if you need to, uh, need to find out more. Visit mysparkdenver.org and sign up. And, and just to clarify, everybody now gets free lunch it's the law they passed the law right but you still have to qualify you still have to go through the application process and qualify um, financially to get a free and reduced lunch in order to take advantage of this program but if you do a thousand dollars at dna sports can go a long way yes sir you know you can get multiple sessions and we can get you right while you're in season you know what i mean on your off days prepare you and and even watch some film with you you know break down some film and, and watch and analyze why you are a half step behind and why you can do this to improve your game. So, you know, make sure you check out my spark and DNA sports, Denver.com. And that's one thing. I don't know if people understand that we don't just, we're not just training athletes. No. Um, we'll sit down with athletes, watch their film, assess their film and give them kind of what we see. You know what I mean? Um, there's, there's other, other avenues besides just the training portion. We're here to, to make you better football players, better athletes, uh, better, better throwers, and that's more than just actually working the the you know the the athletic part of it. Sometimes we got to work the mental part of it too. So if there's if you don't know how to watch film and you want to learn how to watch film, um, if you you know 
not sure what you're seeing on film, not sure how you should be grading yourself on film. Mm-hmm. Grading is done differently. I know Coach yeah. Dom has a certain way of grading. Other coaches I know have another way of grading. So, you know, figuring out how to grade yourself out on film, any of that stuff is also what we do too. So it's not just the training portion. You might be set on the training portion and just need some help on the other stuff. So let's get together and figure that out. Hey, and let's keep it real as adults and as men, you know, we could always all get better, right? So there's always things that I learn from other individuals as I observe the way they do and and what their practices are. So this also goes out to any coaches out there, you know what I mean? If you want to reach out to DNA Sports and talk about practice planning, you know, grading film, breaking down film, you know, um, how to access and, and, and utilize film during in, in huddle and, and chop it up and do everything that you need to do within huddle. You know, these are the things that we can also help you out with. Right. So check out dnasportsdenver.com and we got you covered. All love, man. Appreciate y'all. Got some exciting stuff coming up. We'll hop back into fantasy, but before I go, we got some exciting stuff coming up in October again with some more fights. We're going to be live streaming those. We'll have more word on that. Actually, we got to get up a Mario and uh, and lock everything down. But uh, we'll be that. I believe that's October seventh. It's a Sunday, October seventh. Another event by Icon Boxing, Icon Sales. If you weren't at the last one, go back hit our YouTube. You can go peep it out. Tons of fights. Hey, one of our highest viewed videos to date was was the you know the boxing event, and those yep. guys have been putting in mad work since then, bro. Yep. We've been seeing MCF out there on a tear, X is out there on a tear. Sure. You know the Perrier Christian, Poppy. Yeah, I was gonna say the Christian Perrier Poppy is still doing his <laughs> thing, bro. I think he still may be you know undefeated doing his thing, and and man, it's exciting to yes, see sir. they got another new fighter. Forgive me, I cannot think of his name right now. He just made his debut this last fight event, and you know they're doing their thing. Shout out to Mario, Coach D, Coach Jess, and everybody over yes, there, Icon man. I can't wait for this next event. Yeah, man, I'm I'm excited. I can't wait to sit down with Mario and talk about it. Um, you know, I just had to put it out in the air because hey, we're coming. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> hey, and, and for all of our viewers, man, reach out now so that way we can start talking tickets. And if you're looking to tickets, we'll have tickets for sale. We may even do another ticket giveaway depending on the situation. But we really want to get the promotion and and get all all of our viewers out there to view this and support these events. You know, because this is not only just elevating the sport of boxing in the state but all these kids man the networking that these kids are getting and the the exposure that these kids are getting is just great and that's the new way of sports is exposure and networking and it counts on us as the community to uplift these kids and we need your support so come out and check out this event we will have tickets soon and more information for you soon so make sure to stay tuned to dna sports denver podcast and dna sports denver.com and since we putting everything out there you know, might as well just do it. Um, I kind of hinted at this a couple episodes back. Inkless Laser. Yeah. Um, shout out to my cousin Lorenzo and his team. Um, brand new, bringing affordable tattoo removal to a neighborhood near you, especially here in, in, in the metro area, in Denver metro area. Um, but he's giving me two $100 gift cards. Mm. And so we'll be putting together something in September to give those away. Um, they're going to be... Uh, accepting consultations come September. And so we're going to put, we're going to kind of coincide with that and put together a little promotion to give those two $100 gift cards away. Um, You know, for somebody who has, that has ink that they don't want on them no more, uh, 
to remove it is such a priceless thing. Yeah. And, and, and it could be pretty expensive depending on where you go. And so uh, shout out to Inkless Laser. Um, when we had Lorenzo on, go back and check that episode out. Uh, probably about 10 episodes ago now. Jesus, it's moving so fast. But, you know, his whole his whole idea with Inkless is to is to prov- is to bring the market an affordable option, but also quality. It's not mm-hmm. just going to be, you know, sometimes you get what you pay for, but you know, this is going to, they, they, he's, he's done so much research and, and time and study into how to, how to do this and, and to, and to provide it at an affordable option. So shout out to Inkless Laser because that's going to be another big one that we got coming up. Yeah. You know what we should do, bro? We should do a DNA sports tattoo nightmares, right? You can call, <laughs> call, call in, you know, we'll figure it out. We'll have to live to stream have that one. Live stream and call in or, you know, you can send in a mailbag question yep. with the story about your tattoo that you would like to get removed. And the the best story oh, will be broadcasted on it. a podcast and we'll give away the winner. You will get those, get that I like certificate. It. I like so it. If you have a story to tell about a bad tattoo experience that you don't want to pick up your shirt because you have that trans stamp or you don't want to wear a sleeveless shirt in the gym because you're scarred up on your left <laughs> arm. No, I, no one in particular. No one in um, particular. You know what I mean? But if you have those stories and you want to tell them, go to dnasportsdenver.com. Make sure to put in a mailbag question. If you know us personally, hit us up in the DMs. Yo. And we are going to do this live on the podcast for everybody to view. Yo, that would be dope. dnasportsdenver.com forward slash askdna. Yo, shoot us that tattoo nightmare that you got. Yo, you got your ex-girlfriends over an ex-girlfriend over an ex-girlfriend's name, and there's no more room to cover it up. Holler at us, man. Tell us the story of why you got why you went that route. Let's go ahead and get that thing removed, yo. Oh, I yeah. like the idea, yeah. dog. Hey, bro, I like you the know idea. How we do it. Hey, but let's jump back into let's the jump fantasy back mix because you said you got Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase at Jamar night. Chase. Man, that is that a, that's a steal, bro. Especially depending on the league. Is it a PPR? It is, and it's it's um. He, we get point for every single touch, so even even oh man. run everything, bro. Full point. Man, that's a high scoring. It's fucking high scoring, dude. It's fun, it's bro. Fun. That sounds crazy, but that's amazing. You know, that's the number two ranked quarterback according to or, or receiver according to ESPN. Yeah. What is going on? You know, Justin Jefferson being the only one above him, um, and you know that's a good good. One two combination right there, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. You know what I mean? If you could land up with both those two dudes on your on your roster, I wasn't somehow, that lucky. You know that would be amazing, but I doubt that happens. But who knows? You never know. In in the world of fantasy football, some trades occur sometimes at at our uh, at our drafts. So who knows what could happen? The possibilities are endless. We didn't have any crazy surprises at number one. Uh, I'm going to ask you: it, You got one pick at number one. Who are you taking? Uh, well, I'm not going to answer that because <laughs> I actually picked number one, and I'm not going to answer You that. pick number one? Yeah. You already know the draft? Uh, yeah, I put it out on the app. The fuck? The draft order is set on the ESPN app and everything. On the, oh, man. And on the fan draft app. Oh, man. Here, this is some bullshit. Where do I draft that? <laughs> I don't know. You lost it. No, nah, man. Like, So you're number one? Oh, yeah. So what does it matter then? You can tell us who you're picking? Nah, I can't. Cause Why? Because then it'll tell you who you should plan to pick. And I want you to be on the the edge of your seat waiting to see who I take. Am I number two or some shit? Nah, you're not. I know. Well, I didn't think I was. Let's see. I'll just confirm. I might be number one. <laughs> 
one. It's it might be number two. It's either me or it's like me and Zach. One, two. I know that. Y'all motherfuckers cheating, ain't you? Nah, bro. I did a the, random. The commitment. two commissioners. About time. All of a all, sudden, the two all, commissioners have the, the number two, the all top the two work spots. We put in for you, ungrateful bastards. Oh, uh, here we go. And we can't get number one and two one time. I'm pretty sure knowing Zach, he probably hates his drafting position. And yeah. So what? I like drafting like number five. We got ten deep this year. Yep, we're actually looking for one last spot. I had a guy who was going to join us. Pat was actually going to join us, but he's going to be in vacation, Oof. and he don't want to. He don't want. He don't want to draft on. Yeah, no, nah, that's for that's for sissies. Uh, dead air. So yeah, no, I'm looking <laughs> for the draft. So oh yeah, see, so I'm number one, and Zach's number two. Kenny's number three. Where the fuck am I at? You are, bitch. If you say ten, eight. God damn it. Hey, hey, that was the same position you were in last night. One proved right from your last draft. So you're in a good spot to to lose. Well, the good thing is, <laughs> the good thing is. You know our drafts. Are is your bro in front of me? Uh, I think so. Because he's going to take the best Raider available. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I don't have to worry about that shit. Yeah. You know. I ain't uh, getting Devontae, but the, that's okay. The thing is, is like in our league, bro. You know our league. We're a, we're a super flex league. You know what I mean. We're a half point PPR. So we're going to their quarterbacks go quick in our league, and everybody thinks they have to jump for quarterbacks all the time in our league. So don't be surprised if you don't end up with fucking hey, Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase. At no, eight that again, was last bro. year, bro. That was last year. I had I t- I went running back wide receiver my first two picks last year. Yeah, and still ended up with Joe Burrow. Bro, I I went. I went running back and receiver last year too, and I ended. I forget what my what my uh, receiving core and my running backs were, but they were deep. You know what I love? What? And I shouldn't even fucking DNA say this. Sports Denver. I shouldn't even say this. I, I, well, that goes without saying. But I shouldn't even say this because it's probably gonna fuck up the strategy this year. But I love Denver Bronco fans. Yeah, me too. I love shout playing fantasy. Shout I love out playing to fantasy them. football. I can't even just say Denver Bronco fans. Any, any fan, any, any fan, fan of a team. If you draft in as fantasy football as a fan, you suck. Oh, I love you. Yeah, I love you. Yeah, me too. Because that means you're gonna take Derek Carr before <laughs> you know real good quarterback. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo might go. Fucking Russell Wilson might go. Hey, let's keep it real. Like, let's not act like some of those guys that you just mentioned don't have. Value Devontae can go early later on, you know what I mean. But early sometimes is a little too crazy. Well, it's it, it don't mean I'm not bad at them because but, I'm just like, hell yeah, thank you for bumping no, down. I am because even as a Raider fan, there was times where I'm like, look, I'm gonna be able to get car in like the fourth, <laughs> fifth round. Like no one's nope. gonna take this fool. No, nope. and he goes first round overall, no, first pick overall, bro. So I, that's was that, he first overall? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, either him or Devontae. Yeah. No, because I ended up with you wouldn't want to. So yeah, it was Carr. That's what I do. That's what I was okay last year because I had Javante Williams, and I was you remember last year I was mm-hmm. big on Javante Williams, mm-hmm. and I traded him away that week that they played the Raiders, and everyone knows what happened that week. They for I traded away for Austin Eckler. Yeah, and who's who's ranked pretty high in ESPN, bro? That was that trade prop- propelled me almost to a championship last year. You know, I fell short in the semis. Yeah, I mean, he had 372.7 points. Dude, I love fans of teams. Yeah. Let's go. If you're a fan of a team. Like, I drafted Jalen Waddle this year, but it was like 
fourth round, fifth round, something like that. It was pretty far in the draft. Yeah. And it was good value, you know, and I, I drafted a Dolphins defense this year. Yeah. Just because Fangio defense is usually – but defense, I cut a defense quick one, as fuck. One of, uh, one of my boys sent me one of his drafts the other day, and he had a good squad other than three Broncos. Well, <laughs> two Broncos and a former Bronco. He had McManus at kicker, which I don't even know why you have a kicker in your league still. Um, we have a kicker. Not in ours. No, the other one I'm in. Oh. Um, but, uh, and then he, I forget, he had Sutton and Denver's D. And uh, I was like, man, I, it's a good team, but too many Broncos. And he's like, oh, I only got two. I said, that's too, too many. <laughs> <laughs> I picked up uh, I picked up Jerry Judy really, really, really late in the draft. And I had, a, I had someone send me a trade like, like right away, yeah. Uh, Judy for Hopkins. That's the one thing I would pick up Bronco fan or Bronco players for here locally because you know you're gonna have trade value. Yeah. those guys because they'll trade away whoever for a Bronco Bro, player. He he offered me Hopkins for Judy, and I'm not big on on Hopkins right now because I'm not sure how that's gonna work. So I didn't pull the trigger on it, mm-hmm. and then literally the fucking next day after not pulling the trigger, Judy, Judy pulls his hamstring real bad. Supposed to be back, but. You know, it's just that's 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 fantasy though. But so you're not going to tell me if if you theoretically, right, let's say hypothetically speaking, okay, you were going to tell me Al, this is the top guy to pick. Who are you picking? I'm not answering that. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking suck. This let's just say. So do you? I'm not going quarterback with my number one overall pick. Okay. I know our league is probably expecting it. They probably want to see it, but that's not my draft. What are you going C Mac? It's not gonna be. Nah. You going C Mac or JJ? Nah, not at all. I'm you gonna not. go Devontae Adams on us? Uh, nah, not at all. <laughs> <You're fucking laughs> I'm actually gonna pick up uh, probably a kicker in a non-kicker league. Shut the fuck up. No, so no, that no, means you're going. The, so that the, means you're going with fucking Pat Mahomes. Not so. for the sake of. Of conversation on here, I'm just gonna say if we were in a let's just say a uh, every touch, every touch a point PPR league like you're in, I would probably def- definitely go Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, or a guy like Austin Eckler. Here's the kicker: every carry is a point. Yeah, see, so then I might. So we go then, running back, wide I might receiver. Go Christian McCaffrey. Yep. I might go Christian McCaffrey, bro. But then you got Jalen Hurts too. Every, so let, now get this. Here's the other kicker: every completion is a point, oh, but every incompletion is a negative point. Oh no! See, that's that's where the quarterbacks just even out, kind of. I don't Not know. really, no, because like Patrick Mahomes be scoring like seventy five fucking points a game yeah. in that league. No, I don't know. You got you got good quarterbacks who have good. Think know, about like Jalen Hurts in that situation. Joe Fifteen. Say he goes twenty of twenty five, and then he has you know another ten rushes right there. You know what I mean? Plus you know his yardage points, his touchdown points if he scores because he he gets in the red zone. That's the thing that sucks for for any Eagles, any anybody that's a fan of the Eagles and looking to draft one of their running backs. They've got three quality running backs. Not one of them guys are getting the ball if they're at the one-yard line. Yeah. Hey, uh, what about the, the shakeup of the Jets signing Dalvin Cook, bro? Wild, huh? That Jets team, bro, is phenomenal. Um, if you're a fan of a Jet and you want to go drafting Jets, you might be in a good predicament a little bit more in comparison to others. but Dude, he went late in, the, in, in in my other league. He went real late. He did. Well, because remember, he was coming off of an injury, yeah. too. So he was still getting back to where he needed to be. Hey, where do you see uh, 
Tyreek going this year. You know, I had him last year. He was great for me. Um, he, he was part of my receiving core. You know, I had him, Devontae. Uh, I forget who else I had, man. But I had a stacked receiving core last year. But where would you – I mean, right now he's ranked seventh um, in ESPN. But, you know, I would have to say that he probably goes uh, – a, you know, one of the higher receivers, honestly, Tyreek takes. Oh, he's seventh top. overall. Yeah. yeah, he's fourth wide receiver, seventh overall. Yeah, seventh overall. Um, overall rankings. You know, it's dope. You look at the overall rankings. I got fucking Jamar and Bijan back to back, pretty much. Yeah, see that that is great. That's not a bad. That's not a bad. Bijan's little pickup. photo looks like he was fucking Bebop from Ninja Turtles, <laughs> but but, but uh, hey, Bebop. That will be getting it though. So, uh, um, I I would uh, I think Tyreek's right middle of the top ten for yeah. sure. Um, you know, even the thing that sucks is it's Tua, man. Like, if Tua isn't healthy, bro, it it's it's a damper, but. Yeah. The thing but with Tyreek Hill, dude, you can just fucking throw it as far as you can and as high as you can and have him run underneath it. But the thing is, too, bro, if Tua is healthy, like, the Dolphins are just that much better. That division wow. is crazy. And they're bro. interested. So Dolphins are, are one of several teams that are interested in bringing in Jonathan Taylor. Yep. They, had, they, had, they had entertained bringing in – um, Josh Jacobs. They've entertained uh, bringing in Dalvin Cook. Yeah, that, they were actually and they already have really Mozart and Wilson and Dalvin Cook. And then when the Dalvin Cook deal went down, they kind of were like, "Okay, we're putting our bas- our eggs in and seeing if we could get Jonathan Taylor for sure and or you know Josh Jacobs." And then Josh Jacobs just re-signed for another year with the Raiders, and and now it's just you know JT out there, bro. Yeah. And if the Dolphins can bring in JT. He, the dude. I think, uh, I think Ursay knows what he's doing. Yeah, he ain't gonna fucking trade that guy. He's just. I think he's trying to show them where the, where their where their values at. Yeah, you know, and it sucks because running backs, man, they aren't valued for shit, and and they're getting they're getting kind of the the raw deal. It is, man. It's it's a shame, but you know, I mean, it is what it is. The game has changed by so much, bro. Like it's, the, you think about it, like how many quarterbacks are top five leading rushers on the year yeah you know what i mean so like that's just the way the game is 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 grown and and now it's a whole different ball game to where we're not you know in between the tackles pounding the rock three three uh, yards in a cloud of dust like we once were so let me ask you a question yeah. because i always look out for rookies um i've had so much success with picking rookies that no one expects anything out of and i don't know if that's just my my you know joy for watching college football and being able to see some of these guys throughout their their college career and and kind of getting an idea of how they're gonna they're gonna trans uh, translate into the nfl um are there any rookies on your on your um radar that that you're kind of looking at as I you know I might be able to sneak this one in or I might be able to pick up this one. I I mentioned one with one I drafted last week with uh, with uh, Bijan Rob uh, uh, Bijan fucking Bebop Robinson Bebop <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know last year was like Garrett Wilson. Yeah, you know no. Chris Olave was was big for me last year. For for me, honestly, the the tandem that I'm really excited about, and again. I wouldn't want to end up with both of them on my team. Right. But both of them will be good value to have or maybe use one as a handcuff um, is JJ and JA. You got Jordan Addison, you know, with the with the Vikings now. And, you know, we'll see what, 
what uh, Cousins could do with Addison. You know, he's a great young player coming out of, you know, college. And, man, he is a weapon to add to Justin Jefferson. And if both of those young men can when really stretch the field, bro, and, and get out there and, and do what they do best, it's going to be problems when you play Minnesota. How are you going to cover both That's those true. dudes? That's true. So, you know, I think the standout rookie of the year this year fantasy-wise and maybe even in the league is going to be Jordan Addison. Interesting. What about uh, Jameer Gibbs in, in Detroit? Yeah, Detroit. Man, Detroit's a sleeper team in, yeah. in my in my opinion. They're going to be a, a wrecking. A lot of people they, are picking them to win the North. Yeah, they got a good, good def, young defense there, you know. And and Rodrigo is doing his thing, and you know I expect them to do 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 dirt. But you know I, I still would stand by my uh, pick with Addison. I think over over anybody, or maybe even Bebop. Then, but. Uh, <laughs> But uh, you know oh, it, it's stop. it's going good, bro. I think I think it'll be interesting. I also want to see what Odell brings to Baltimore. Yes, you know what I mean because Odell could be a a tricky little pick there, bro. Like when you got you got a guy who, who <clears throat> excuse me, you got a guy who scrambles and extends plays like Lamar, right? And a receiver like Odell, who's so good at running routes, but also getting Adjusting. open, bro. Like playing yep. backyard football yep. is, is is the LSU mentality. And for Odell to be in Baltimore paired up with Lamar Jackson, bro, it should be something to see. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. <laughs> Since we're here and we're talking football, we're talking fantasy. You got, you know, the people like Josh Jacobs, yeah. Jonathan Taylor, who – Aren't happy with their situation. Uh, even like Austin Eckler to a point. Mm-hmm. They're not happy with their situation. Um, you know it's not going to improve. They're not going to get the money that they're looking for. Do you feel like at that that is, um, you know, a, a red flag in drafting them? Um, not necessarily. And the reason why is because it's a doggy dog world in the NFL. You know what I mean? It, it, it's the the what have you done for me lately? The not for long league. You know what I mean? Like for sure. In all honesty, bro, like they they run these guys into the ground literally. Yeah. And you know, as long as they're still the number one guy, just because they're not getting paid number one guy money, yep. they're still going to be that workhorse. They're still going to get utilized. They're still going to get the carries. You know what I mean? Like if you have a running back by committee backfield, you know, like even in Vegas, you're starting to see them bring in more running backs. They added a lot of depth in that running back room. So Josh Jacobs may be splitting some of those carries and they may try to see how they can transition into a new running back era in Vegas. But, you know, I still think if you're that guy, you're going to your work is your work ethic is going to dictate your workload. And for those guys, they're still going to get the carries, in my opinion. Staying with Jonathan Taylor, do you have apprehensions on drafting him? What's more of a red flag? Uh, the fact that he hasn't been in training camp all, all, all preseason or the fact that he had, he missed six games last year? Um, you know, and I, he's down from the years previous. I, I think when these guys, when these guys hold out of training camp, right? I think they're obviously holding out, and they're holding out for financial reasons and things like this. They're not sitting on their hands. They're trying to land up somewhere else, so they're trying to stay fresh. They're trying to stay sharp. They're trying to keep that competitive edge so when they step on the field, whether it's in the same uniform or a new uniform, they prove why they held out. 
<clears throat> you know what I mean? So I think Jonathan Taylor, the fact that he's holding out doesn't worry me as much um, as him being out and seeing how he's going to come back off of, you know, nursing an injury. However, with the young quarterback, you know, that mesh is important too. Yeah. So, you know, it's really it's really interesting to see. I think the Colts would have been way better off if he was in training camp. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know no what question mean? Because, about it. Because then you got your arguably number one running back in the league, one of the best running backs in the league, with this young, new, explosive, exciting young quarterback that can bring who knows what kind of upside to JT's game. You know what – um what scares me with 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 skill position players holding out, yeah, is soft tissue injuries when they come back, hamstrings, growings. You know, there always seems to be that, and it's, you know, you can be in shape, but you ain't in football shape yet. Yeah. And football shape is completely different. You know, people will tell you speed is one thing, football speed is another thing, and you know, you see a lot of that stuff that happens when these players come back. Um, going to quarterbacks real quick before we before we end up closing out of this thing, Dom. I, I got before we do. I want to bounce back to running backs to ask you a question about the value of them. Let's go. We're there. Let's go. Okay. So being that you know the running back value is dipping so low, and this isn't even fantasy related. This is just football. I just want your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think it does to the running back value when a great running back like Joe Mixon? You know what I mean. He's been a workhorse. He's been a great, great running back for the Bengals for all these years. What do you think it means when he has a selfless act of taking a pay cut to help out his team? What does that do to his position and his running back brothers? Like, is running backs doing that for the benefit of the team really a benefit for their career is the question. I mean, I think it's um, it's it's a bit hypocritical, not on Mixon's side, but on the organizational side. Yeah. Because Yo, ask these guys to take a cut, you know, take a little haircut for me before we can take care of everybody else on this team. But when it comes down to taking care of them, like, it, it's a line in the sand that they will not cross. Yeah. And, you know, Mixon's another one that's a little unhappy with his situation. Yeah. You know? But he did just take – he did restructure this, what, last year or two – a year ago? Yeah. Two years ago? And it's frustrating, though, because – then you get these guys to show up in solidarity, mm-hmm. and then the next day you get Saquon Barkley signing his tender. Yeah, after he's supposed to be sitting in solidarity with these guys, yeah. and the NFL owners know this shit. Listen, your shelf life as a running back is very finite. Mm-hmm. Your shelf life as a football player in general is finite, but as a running back, it's even less. Right? NFL owners know that, and they have so much leverage knowing that because they're not because you're not going to get these guys. Le'Veon Bell, when he held out as long as he did, that was a surprise. You know, genuinely a, genu- genuinely a surprise. Because these this position isn't paid well as it is in, in, in you know, in retrospect to other positions. Yeah. Obviously, you know, $10 million is a fucking lot of money. But this position's underpaid when you compare it to quarterback, wide receiver, you know, even defensive offensive linemen, right? Kickers are getting more. Yeah, it's more crazy. guaranteed money over the long term than some of these running backs. And, you know, it, it does a big disservice when if you're all in this call of, of solidarity and then one of you's crumble right away. And then now you're starting to see it. Josh Jacobs is coming back. How long before Jonathan Taylor comes back? You know, that's that's when you're not making a lot of money, missing that money is a lot of money to miss, mm. you know, and you start missing game checks. 
that shit starts to add up. And, you know, it's hard to stay in solidarity with your brothers when your livelihood's being taken from you. And the owners know this shit. And the owners, they have the leverage. They have the benefit of having multiple other players they can fill in that spot to be serviceable. Might not be Christian McCaffrey. Might not be Austin Eckler level. But they're serviceable, mm-hmm. right? Running back's probably one of the easiest positions to transition from NFL to uh, from NCAA to NFL, right? One of the easier positions that do so. And the NFL owners know that shit, man. And they take they take full advantage of it. And and you can't can't knock them for it. I mean, you it's business. It's it's business, and you're looking to to make the most money and most bang for your buck as possible. I think it's uh, the unfortunate side of the business. But it kind of is what it is I mean you could also lose the mo- It's the the position that you could also lose A lot of money into yeah. right? Because it's one of the most well, look at Injury prone fucking positions There yeah. are you know what I mean yeah. and, and you know I just don't know if the The return on investment is yeah. Is good enough at the running back Position and that's unfortunately why You see these these contracts going to All time low well, Think about Sean Alexander Think about Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Think about, you know. Hey, but Zeke looks like Uncle Carl Winslow now. Think, you see that one picture, bro? Boy, like, look as big as me. No wonder why they're cutting you. Think about Le'Veon Bell. Right? He was never the same after he, no. after he held out. You know, after after so many years, man, these guys aren't the same. And it's such an abusive position. Them guys take so many hits, man. Like, linebackers take just as much hits. Linemen, offense and defense, they take quite a few hits. But they're not taking full-on, full-speed hits from linebackers and defensive linemen, yeah. you know, every play that they touch the rock. Hey, you know? Zeke and his Patriots uniform looked like a defensive lineman. He looked like old Vince <laughs> Wilford, bro. I seen the video, and I was like, wait, is that Vince? What's oh, Vince? No. This is an old video of Vince's, like, oh, rookie year? It. And it was Zeke, and I was like, damn, horrible, bro. Dude. But anyway, the guys who, you know, who a lot of fantasy football goes through, Especially in leagues like yours, where they're scoring points left over, left and right, hand over fist, quarterbacks. Yep. The quarterback market, man. That I mean, in our league, they're gonna go quick. So you got to get a good quarterback in our league. Sometimes, even if it's not your strategy, you got to yeah. grab them quick. Especially even at one. I learned right? that shit last year. Like that's the one thing with me at one. It's like if I don't take a quarterback at one. I don't get a pick again. Yeah. For a really long time, yeah. unless I trade up, and so. In order to do so, bro, like, I honestly either have to jump or trade back. And I'm also in the market of maybe trading back. So. Hold up. We fucking trading in our league? Oh, yeah. We can trade in our league. We've always been able to trade in Dog. Our league, so. This is only my second time there, so you're yeah. going to have to fucking brush me up on this yeah, shit, dude. Because we'll I'm coming trade. for that number one spot. What you want? We could trade draft. We, we'll talk after this because I ain't going to say tell you <laughs> on here what I want and then someone else come with something. Nah, you know. Yesterday's uh, price ain't today's price And your price ain't their price You know what I'm saying But um, we could definitely talk for the number one pick If you're in our league Shout out, holla at me And, and we can make something happen Dom's open for business Cause I'm not, It's gonna cost you Cause you know You got Pat Mahomes right He Great great quarterback Scores crazy amount of points I wanna see you take um, him Josh Allen scores crazy amount of points You got Jalen Hurts You got guys like Um you know, Justin Fields, who I've been high on forever, he scored decent points. Um, if I look, I think he ended up, like, in the top ten. Yeah, he was seventh. Um, Joe Burrow, Lamar, you know, you got so many quarterbacks. But then also after that, right after you go down to Fields, 
then it starts to drop. You got Watson, who knows yeah. Lawrence, uh, Prescott, Cousins. Like, then you're getting into the the lower. Well, you had two last year, didn't you? I did have two for a short period of time, and that worked out while he was healthy. Yeah, well, Tua was great, and and in all honesty, if Tua would have been healthy, he would have been in the top five of this this yeah. this list. You know yeah. what I mean? But unfortunately, you know he uh, he got a. Hurt several times last year, put out a little bit too soon, you know, by your great organization. But, you know, um, hopefully this year he bounces back and he does what he's supposed to do, and then the organization puts his health before their uh, success. Their profit. I got a question for you since we're on quarterbacks. Okay. Of all the quarterbacks, who's your surefire? Who is your overrated, overinflated? And who is a sleeper that no one is talking about? And you can do a couple to throw people off if you need to. No, I don't care. Cause in, in terms I mean, of the sleeper. I, I mean, I don't care because in, in all reality, I don't think I'll end up with any of these guys. Okay. I think the surefire has to be Pat Mahomes. Okay. I mean, he is always that dude, bro. He makes it happen. He's shown it doesn't matter who he has to get the ball to that he's going to get the ball to. He's going to spread it around the field. Okay. Um, The one that I am – most skeptical of and I think he might be a little bit overrated it's probably gonna surprise a lot of people the easiest bet would be to take Deshaun right but I think the most overrated and I'm just I'm gonna keep it up with these first two in the top five Okay, I'm gonna stay in the top five, so I'm gonna pick on somebody who's really good. I already know where you're right going, now. dude. I don't even know, but I know I, if I know you, I know right where the fuck you're going right now. Lamar Jackson. Damn. Did you not know me? I know you. Yeah, I'm going to go with Lamar, man. Like, I think he's crazy talented, right? He's something we've never seen at the position before. But I also think that he hasn't really done that much more than anybody else. And, and when you when you first look at him and you first see what he's capable of doing, you would think, oh, this dude is going to, like, take this league by storm right the first yeah. first year he came in was phenomenal and then slowly transitioning down and you know i think this year is one of those years where he really has to prove himself and show that he's still that player he once was or he might find himself on the downward trend he missed 11 games the last two years yeah i know bro like that's what i'm saying we're like, talking about running backs getting hit yeah. and having a shelf life Lamar Jackson is a decent quarterback, but he's an even better runner of the football. Mm. Those hits take a toll. Yeah. And at some point, them hits are going to take their toll. Um, I don't like to, like, predict doom and gloom on anybody's future or anything like that. But I think those hits are going to add up at some point, man. And, and it's hard to, to find out when. And they're going to a new offense this year. So I, I, I'm right on board with you out there, Lamar, man. Like he, I think he might be a little higher rated than he should be, mm-hmm. and I think there should be a lot of apprehension with taking him. Um, I agree with you on Pat Mahomes, but for the sake of, of having somebody else up there as a surefire, um, I almost want to go Jalen Hurts this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he had a breakout season last year. Even when he got hurt last year, he's thick and he, and he, he played through it. You know what I mean? He takes he takes beating a little bit more, and he's younger. Um, I think they need to lean on those three running backs a little bit more. But you can't argue what he does in the red zone, you know, and what he what he's capable of doing in the red zone. Uh, last year, 
you know, he had 22 uh, passing touchdowns and then 22 rushing – or, excuse me, 22 passing touchdowns and 13 rushing touchdowns. So, you know, he had 165 carries for 760 yards. Like, that stuff is going to continue to happen. I mean, that's part of his game, right? Um, I don't know necessarily that he's sure, sure fire, but he's as close to it as you can get. Um, one other one that I think is – um, a little higher overrated besides uh, what we're talking about on Lamar is, um, and I hate to say this like this, but I think Josh Allen might be uh, might be on a downturn this year. I don't yeah. think he's. Uh, I think there's a lot of uh, of smoke with what's going on between Diggs and and the team, and I you know it might they might have missed their window, bro. Yeah, no, no, I I agree with you on both of those, honestly, and. Uh, you know, the thing with Jalen Hurts, bro, is, like, I think you've seen the transition of him in the Serrani offense, yep. right? I think they're really starting to, to mesh well together as a coach and a, and a quarterback. And, and what they're doing in Philly, bro, they're, they're, they're adding a lot of pieces. They're letting him have a little bit of flexibility and comfortability within the offense. And, and he's growing. Um, as far as my sleeper goes, right, I'm going to name one. Um, I have two of them. I'm okay. not going to name two. Okay. Number two because. Because that's who you're taking. That's who I'm probably going to. Got you. Try to grab late. late I knew late, it. Late in the draft. I fucking knew it. But uh, the other Donald one. Donald Russell Wilson. The other one is Mr. Kirk Cousins. Okay. I and mean, if you look at Kirk Cousins' numbers, he threw 29 touchdowns in 22, 28, and 23. Your pick right now. Right was Jalen Hurts. He threw twenty two touchdowns in the last two seasons. So wow. he's thrown. Kirk is projected for twenty eight this year. He's oh yeah, he's projected. But again, he out threw him, and he's out projected to throw more touchdowns than him. And they're adding Addison again. That was my rookie pick for this year, and he's just going to compliment. Kirk Cousins, and I also look at guys like you know they're projecting Josh Allen to throw for 31 you know what I mean so like if you look at the projections you look at what they did last year Kirk Cousins is not too far underneath these top quarterbacks in the league and he only has one of the best if not the best receiver in the game and one of the top receiving prospects to come into the league this year you know where he's not going to touch Hurts at and the Russian touchdowns, exactly. Of Thirty-four course. touchdowns total. Of course, but you but, know but, where, but Cousins isn't a bad one though. Cousins is, is steady Eddie, bro. Like, but you know where the trainers are not going to touch Hurts or Cousins at <laughs> in the same place that they'll touch Deshaun Watson at. Hey, give me a massage, <laughs> please. Nah, but hey, man, there there's a lot of great quarterbacks out there. What about the quarterback shakeup that just happened with San Francisco? Logo? Trey Lance going over to Dallas. Trey Lance going to Dallas, man, and and, and going to be a backup there. A backup up to Dak because Dak is going to have that job for now, right? Um, yeah, but and, then there's is, is Dak's, Dak's coming up on an extension too. Is Cooper Rush? Cooper still there? Rush is still there. See, so that he could be in a in, looking at he's third. A, he's going to be in a dogfight for the third spot, he's bro. Be battling for the second second spot in the quarterback room over there, but you know what I mean. Like it's it's crazy to still see these moving pieces. Fantasy football is right on the cusp. We got our draft this weekend. It's going to be fun. Real quickly, man, one one little sleeper I have, and you're going to fucking laugh at me. And I'm not saying this dude's going to be a top 10 fantasy quarterback. He's not going to be that. I, I think top I'm 15? Right, I'm right there with you. Top bro. 15? Probably. But the weapons that they're putting around him and they're continuing to put around him, mm-hmm. it, it makes it hard for there to be an excuse. And that's Derek Carr. Not to mention he's on roids. Yeah, it, it, probably. Bro. Probably. No. Listen, listen. I mean... 
most of these motherfuckers are taking a supplement that can be confused with something similar to roids. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, you I'm, know, I'm gonna keep it real, bro. That was my other sleeper pick that I wasn't gonna mention. I know because, because I know. Not only do I, you know, have a soft spot for Derek Carr. You know, obviously he's he's done good for me in the past, fantasy wise, and uh, with my football team somewhat. Um, <clears throat> but he's also killed me in the past. But I do agree, bro. They got weapons around him. He's a dude that can be there late rounds. He can he can get rid of the ball. The one thing I want to see from him though is I would like to see him move around a little bit more. I want to see him, you know, be a little bit better at protecting the football. And if yep. he can do those things, then I agree with you. But if he can't figure out how to make some of those really, really bad Derek Carr mistakes go away, yep. then it's unfortunately gonna be, it's gonna he's going to be a Derek broke down car yep. soon. Like yep. he still has Jameis on his tail. Like yep. regardless of what you say about Jameis Winston, there's a reason why he's been a backup that's the other and reason though too league for so long too you know what i mean like he's just a guy who's not gonna go away when's the last time cars had to have the pressure on him like that where someone's nipping at his heels exactly so wow bro we fucking went an hour and 20 minutes just bullshit hey that's what happens when you got good conversation and football a hey, proper preparation <laughs> prevents poor performance yeah unless you can freestyle unless you can freestyle <laughs> and they thought we were gonna hit him with at the beginning but little do they know. I'm going to hit him with it at the end. No, I'm just fucking with <laughs> you. <laughs> nah, bro. It's, it, again, it's a pleasure, man. Fucking around, getting together every week. Um, before we get up out of here, though, we're going to do it like we always do it. So. Shout out to everybody out there. Shout out to our viewers, our listeners. Shout out to our families, man, for showing love and always supporting us through whatever we're doing, putting up with all our nonsense, because we are nonsense to put up with at times. So shout out to them. Shout out we're to, a load to put up with. Yeah, shout out to all of our <laughs> viewers out there. Make sure you go to dnasportsdenver.com, book a session, check out a podcast, like all of our socials. Make sure we give a special shout out to... Lash All Beauties, Black Sevens, Janice's Catering, Icon Boxing, Boxing and Sales, uh, Anytime uh, Flood Restoration, Anytime Flood Restoration, The Play Harder Podcast, Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers, The Canyon Fly Shop. Yo, we said Icon Boxing, Icon Sales. Um, man, make shout out to you guys. Just for tuning in, showing love. Again, mysparkdenver.org. Go get signed up. Make sure you mention DNA as the as is is who you want to hook up with. Cause we are a certified and approved provider. But again, shout out to my partner, Dom, man. I appreciate you, brother. Shout um, out to you too, bro. Yo, let's do this again soon. Hey, uh, one last one. I never do this. Go do it. I, I think it's a, a, you know, a disrespect to the game of football. There's too many people out there that are stuck on just their one individual child. But now is the time that I have to take this moment to say special shout out to you, DJ Dominic Aguirre. I'm so proud of the football player you are, the athlete you are, whether it's wrestling, football, basketball, whatever you do, you do it well. You push yourself hard. You're a leader amongst your teammates. You're always paying attention. You make yourself available. You've played every position on the offensive and defensive line for us these last three weeks. You are, in my opinion, one of the main, main pieces to this ingredient we got going right now. And I couldn't be any more proud of you as a father 
and I am extremely blessed to have you as one of my athletes and to be your coach. Mm. Shout out to you, son. I love you. And on that note, man, we out of here. Peace. Peace.